Welcome to another Simply Beer podcast. This is number 33. Uh, we're also videotaping this one. Hopefully, it, maybe it'll come out. Maybe it won't. Who knows? Um, Hi, Mom. Wave to the camera. Hi. <laughs> All right. So, as some of you who read my blog know, I've had issues with canned beer. And everybody keeps telling me it's all in my head. It's all in my head that I taste this metallic flavor in beer. So... I'm going to put it to the test. I got uh, two of the guys with me after a very long hiatus from the podcast. Mark is back with us with his colorful commentary. And as always, Kevin from the Liquor Outlet is here. You know, he's a staple, good guy, runs a good beer store. If you're in Jersey, Liquor Outlet's the place to go. He runs, he runs a great beer store. Oh, yeah, it's just adequate. Yeah. Uh, oh, shucks. Thanks, guys. <laughs> miles and miles of beer. What do you mean you have put 70, 80 linear feet now of... Oh, God. Of, it's uh, got to be... I think it's close, a single, to, close single to 60 bottle. for sure. With, with five, um, shelves, uh, five shelves from top to bottom. Is that what it was? Five? Five shelves and then those that single bottle cooler. Nice. Oh, that's new too. Yeah. That's that's exciting. And you finally got rid of all the soft drinks at the end. Oh yeah. Nice. Nothing but nothing but beer. All Great. beer. Cool. So we got. Um, this is actually going to be a three-part canned beer episode. I found twenty-four different cans of beer that we are going to try. Uh, this is the first one. We're going to do them in uh, blocks of eight. So this one will be uh, pretty much the dark beer episode, kind of getting into some of the hoppier beers. So we're going to do some brown ales, some stouts, and some pale ales. So we're going to go from malt to hops tonight. So our first beer up tonight is going to be the uh, Cucapa Obscura. Um, it's a Mexican import. After that, we're going to do uh, Big Sky Moose Drool brown Sky. ale. <laughs> you gotta love that name, Moostrol. Moostrol. <laughs> and then from uh, that one's from Montana. Then from Texas, I have uh, Southern Star Buried Hatchet Stout, uh, which I've been told is a, a very good stout. So we'll see. We'll put it to the test. Hopefully, it doesn't taste like uh, a can of beer. <laughs> you know, it's funny with all these laid out in front. I kind of want to just pop one and start drinking around. Right I know, right? You know, it's, well, so I thought we'd do a pop and wipe it off and <laughs> just pass it around. It's just like, pass, pass the bottle, it works. So, after the Southern Star Buried Hatchet, uh, we're going to try the Surly Bender. And then from there, the Surly Coffee Bender. Because, you know. You go to Bender, you gotta have a coffee. Let's hope bender we don't too. get to the surly gender bender by the time we're done. <laughs> <laughs> all, you know. And then from there, uh, we'll probably have to take a quick five minute break in the podcast. Uh, but then we're gonna switch over to uh, the Southern Star Pine Belt Pale Ale. Um, and then uh, Butternut's Pork Slap. <laughs> you gotta love the name Pork Slap The can is even better I'll, uh, For those of you who, who've only started listening recently And haven't heard Mark's commentary before um, He's uh, Quite colorful with the uh, Labels and so forth uh-huh. So we'll, we'll let Mark uh, comment On some of these <laughs> And then finally we're gonna end this one off With the uh, Kukapa Chupacabras <laughs> The freaking mouthful We're gonna give you a little lift there Yeah how come these all have such funny names? Probably because they're in cans. Moose drool. You put something in a can, you got to have a funny name. Is that the new, the new I, rule? I think so. I don't know. Let's find out. You know, we, we, we almost had uh, Avery, my uh, buddy in uh, Colorado, Scott, who's uh, sent us several beers that we've had on, on podcasts before, um, sent me a bunch of these, including the uh, Moose drool, the Buried Hatchet, and the Surleys. Um, from the liquor outlet, we got uh, the... Uh, butternut pork slap um, and the uh, uh, kookapas. So, between the two of these guys, you know, you guys really hooked us up with some uh, good beer. But unfortunately, Avery, their bo- or their canning line got delayed. Oh. Uh, we almost had some Avery 
in cans. They're doing the tall boys, the 16 ounce, like the Surleys we have. So that would have been fun. Would have been nice. Yeah. A- Avery does make a great beer. You know, and, and you say, you know, well, why cans? You know, cans kind of have this hey, meaning behind them of, of being lowbrow, you know, shotgunning, you know, you, you slam something to the side, you pop the top, and you shotgun it. Yeah, it's, it gets a, it's got a really bad, uh, bad stigmata about it, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, and you know, so man. apparently, though, as I've been told, that cans will actually preserve beer longer. So what, what are the enemies of beer? Light and air. With a can, you have very little airspace at the top. I mean, the liquid literally goes up to like a sixteenth of an inch from the top. I mean, mm. it's really close. Whereas in a bottle, you could have close to an inch of airspace oh, yeah. at the top. Um, apparently, the cans are lined uh, with a, a synthetic material that's supposed to keep that metallic flavor that I keep getting in some beers. Um, I my, think, my, uh, con- my concern with something like that would always be, and, and I, and I am not as concerned about the metallic taste as you are because I'm assuming that these folks kind of know what they're doing and they wouldn't put it in a can if they thought that was going to be a real issue. Yeah. But I do. When you say synthetic material, I'm not sure I want something to come between my beer and the taste and 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 the synthetic material i don't know it it's supposed to little, be you know it's supposed to be yeah, a, a lot neutral of things are supposed to be yeah supposed to be so we're going i mean we're going to go through these oh, the other thing is light obviously there's no Probably light not. getting through a can you know it's 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 made of aluminum uh, but hopefully uh, if we have time we're going to rip one of these puppies in half yeah oh. i'm going to see how much of these cans are actually lined with whatever material it does it go all the way to the top I don't know. Well, what is? What does it even look like? Yeah. So, is, is, it, is it a color? Is I think I think we're gonna have clear? to. What is it? <laughs> we're, we're gonna have to rip one of these open and and just take a look and see what's inside. So. Yeah, I can understand from from the maybe uh, you know transporting stuff is less expensive in cans, and I don't know if it's less expensive to make an aluminum can than to use a bottle. That I that I don't know. I mean, what's next? Plastic. Uh, it, it's actually plastic and beer and plastic. I mean, you know. Cans are actually greener than um, bottles. Yeah, I they're, they're, right they take. That. I think they take less energy to recycle. They weigh less, mm-hmm. and they take up um, less container space. So you could actually fit more cans sure. in the same area as bottles. Mm. So technically, they are greener. Um, as far as that goes, and the transportation cost because they weigh less and so forth. So, mm-hmm. I just poured our first one here, uh, which is the Kukapa uh, Coop, Obscura. <laughs> so, I mean, we poured this. It had a nice little gush of air that came out. Um, poured with a little bit of head. Was that a sixteenth of an inch from the top of the can? Did you oh, I didn't that? even look. Uh, yeah. I want to know for sure how <laughs> much air is in this can, my friend. <laughs> it poured with a little bit of head, and that dissipated almost immediately. And there's absolutely no foam, yeah. no head. You swirl it, and you can't even get any back. Yeah, this is this is pretty flat looking beer. This is a very flat beer, although it does smell really nice. Yeah, nice. I, I'm, I'm enjoying the smell. Really malty. Yeah. This is a brown ale. Um, so, um, Cucapa comes from Mexicali, Mexico, which is on the Yucatan Peninsula, I think. We can say it is. Yeah, we can say oh, it, we is. it is. It is. <laughs> it is. It's on the Baja. Baja. Actually, it's Baja. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, we're, we're down. No, not Yucatan. What am I thinking? You want to go to Cancun? You want to go to Cancun? Yeah, but it's on the Gulf Coast, not the oh, Pacific well, Coast. Man. You really do want to go to Cancun, hang out with those canned beer drinkers on the beach. Yeah. There you go. You want to go hang uh, out with cur- the babes. Yeah. I mean, that's another thing. I mean, you can bring these things to the beach. That's another thing you can't do with bottles. You know, it smells nice. Lots of malt. I'm kind of a little on the thin side. Kind of sherryish and raisiny. It tastes like crap. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was um, it's a little on the thin side. It's, it's very I, thin. It's got um, a, a pretty significant bitterness to it. That's not accompanied by any kind of um, other flavors. It, it's just like a straight hop bitterness with no accompanying 
other flavors. It's kind of a disappointment. Disappointment. It's a big disappointment. I mean, it's I mean, flat. It's, it's, it's flat. Flat. Yeah. I feel terrible. This is the uh, first beer we've had with Mark since he's been back. and uh, Yeah. It's... As, as my associate here described it as crap. <laughs> I mean, this is pretty bad. Uh, I mean, this is not, this is, this is, in my opinion, other people may think differently, this is not a very good brown ale. It's very thin. Uh, it's 4.5% alcohol, which, or 4.8, you know, which ne doesn't necessarily affect the thinness or the, the flavor, but it is kind of watery. Yeah, it, it's, it, the maltiness from the aroma is completely non-existent in the flavor. You know, you get a little bit of bitterness. You get some kind of... I like it better than Corona. Well, gee, that's a statement. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't get the whole Corona fad. I, that's, that's past me, quite frankly. I mean, I, I, I was really looking forward to drinking this after the aroma, which I thought was pretty decent. I think Not I, bad. You know? I mean, the aroma was... You know, had a little nose to it, but I don't think uh, enough to really... Or one yeah, the you know, thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah. This one. So uh, this Kukapa uh, uh, Obscura probably should remain Obscura. Yes. <laughs> oh, I should leave that. I should leave that until the end. I'm sorry. I'm editorializing already. All right. You know what? Let's. I think we need to move up in the world. All right. So this one here is uh, from Big Sky Brewery. It's called Moose Drool Brown Ale. Um, it's 5.3% uh, alcohol. Yeah, not much to it, really. I mean, it's a simple brown ale, creamy. They call it a chocolate brown. Chocolate brown ale, huh? So like the last one, the uh, the head disappeared really quickly. It poured nice to begin with, kind of foamy and, you know, fairly dense head. But then it just disappeared right quickly. You know, going back to the last one, at least I didn't taste anything metallic. No, I didn't either. It just tasted crap. It tasted like crap, and it was that strong I mean, what bitterness. What was the last time you tasted crap, by the way? <laughs> um, That's what I like. I think it was a, that podcast that we did with uh, that very highly rated beer. That, <laughs> that will no longer be named. Yeah, that we, that we will not mention ever again. This has a little better nose than this. a lot better nose. Yeah. I mean, this is the way a brown ale should smell. Yeah. It's got some nice chocolatey. Yeah, slightly. It's got a little spice to it. Very malty, a little chocolate. I'm at least happy there's a little bit of, like... Uh, yeah, a little bit of lacing. Yeah, staying staying around the, the glass, and it's not that, that bad. All right. Still, it's, it's, it's creamier than the last one, but it's still a bit thin for me. But it's not... It's not bad. I wouldn't throw this one out of bed. No. This is light years ahead of the last one. I mean, it's... it's much better, much better. Oh yeah. This is a, this is a kind of beer you can definitely take like fishing. I nice. think Mark would like the uh, the can or, there. Or hunting moose <laughs> if you're in Alaska. I mean, you know, this is like Sarah Palin's favorite beer here, folks. You know, moose drool. Moose drool. What do we? What could? Yeah, you know, the, the the cans are quite nondescript actually. I mean, they're nice looking cans, but uh, they're not not. Quite as as edgy as the bottle. Well, you know, what? I forgot to look when I opened that. To how much was on? Again, make <laughs> yeah. a note. Make a note. What does it tell us? We make water fun. Big Sky Brewing Company. We make. It doesn't tell us much. So we're two in, and so far the carbonation is not really there. No, it's. Um, I, I want to say I'm surprised, but I'm not that surprised because if you actually squeeze some of these cans, there's not a lot of pressure. No, you can actually dent them. You know, fairly easily with your fingertips. I don't know. I, I don't know. You know, we'll see when we get to some of these other ones. Maybe it's just these two. Who knows? It does have a pretty good uh, creamy texture to it. You know, like I said before, it is a little bit thinner than I would have expected. But uh, not, not not overly. No, I wouldn't say. I think they did a, a pretty decent job of brewing this. Yeah. And it's got, uh, you know, a li little bit of uh, American hop bite to it at the end. And there's actually a little bit of a, a spice in there, too. Yeah, if anything, I think they, they, they could have... Um, it's a little, a little bit too middle of the road. I would expect a little bit more coming out of Big Sky Country. Big Sky. With a name like Moostrel. Yeah, maybe, maybe a little bigger beer. Maybe a little Expectations. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> Moving along. Moving along. So we go from Montana to Texas. 
big Texas. Everything's bigger in Texas. Everything's big. Right? So Don't mess with Texas. Hopefully this will be a nice big stout for us. This one here... Of course, there's no ABV on the label. That's okay. Pay attention now. I want to know how close the stout is to the top of this can. All right, so this is an 8.5%. Watch it. This is an 8.5% stout. 50 IBUs, so it's actually... Has a good deal of hops in here. Got some nuggets. Got some nuggets. Ooh, they use the uh, sapphire hops. Interesting. All righty. There is a significant gap. There's, yeah. yeah well, that's, I would say that's a little bit... Quarter of an inch? Ah, uh, three-eighths, maybe. Yeah, it's getting close to a half. Yeah. Yeah, that's about half an inch of space yeah. at the top. Wow. But you see, when you, when you popped it, it started to foam yeah. inside. So this, this one has promise. Ooh. We need to pour them harder. Looks nice on the pour. Yeah, don't uh, Don't be... There you go, yeah. So we're pouring these straight down the middle now to get some kind of head on them. There we go. Nice. See if it sticks around for more than 30 seconds, though. You have no faith in these so guys, I, you know, do you? This is, yeah, I know. I, I'm so pessimistic. <laughs> but you know what? I haven't had any of that metallic flavor that I got um, on some of the last ones. The that Budweiser I, that you drank last night? Yeah. <laughs> No light. Yeah, when I was shotgun in the middle of the light. <laughs> hey, you know, you need a boost, you need a boost. What can you do? So I'm looking at this beer, and is it a brown ale or is it a stout? Claims to be a stout, but it looks it is, like, it a, looks brown like a brown ale. I mean, very very light color for a stout. The, the description calls it jet black in color. This is oh, nowhere even close to jet black. No, I don't think so. You know, this is a dark brown, for I, sure. I, I think moose drool might have been dark. I was a little bit lighter, but uh, yeah, we'll go with that. We'll go yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever I said, right? Um, Very nice aroma. You get chocolate and almost like a cinnamon. You get the cinnamon on the palate too. Yeah, this is it's probably coming from the sapphire hops. Yeah, and eight and a half percent. This one is drinking pretty nice. I'm not getting any alcohol. They claim that this is best served at 55 degrees. And I think that's pretty much where it is right now. Okay. Although, right. let me taste. this one I'm starting to get some of that kind of flavor that I can't place anywhere. Maybe that's a synthetic uh, liner, I don't know. Lining jacket of the... You know, it's, it's, a good, it's a good stout, but there's a flavor in here that I can't identify. I wouldn't say it's metallic. It's almost astringent. I'm, I'm, I'm not... I can't say I'm a fan of this. I could drink it, but I, I believe that the uh, it, the stout on the side of the can is, is a misnomer. It should, be, should definitely be changed. It's well, it's not, not a brown ale either. And it's got um, uh, the spice in here, and, and it's, it's very astringent. You know, it's, uh, um, it's got a sweet profile. It kind of reminds me of like an English-style porter. It's kind of all over the place, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's. Just, I can't decide. And, and, I really and, and to me, the fla the fla the flavors are not necessarily working together. Yeah, you know, I agree. Leaves a taste, uh, also like a something. Exactly. <laughs> it's that that thing, and it's right here, and I can't tell you what it is, but it's there, and it's there, there's an astringency, and it's like a, a stickiness to it. It is dry. It is a very dry stout. Let's see what let's see let's see what like Southern it. Star says about their beer here. I do like the dry finish. So they said this monster smells of coffee and chocolate. Yeah. I'm not getting the coffee, but I got more of the cinnamony. Tastes much the same with hints of creamy toffee and roasted malt. Definitely a lot of roasted malt in here. Uh, smooth and delicious. It is drinking fairly smooth. Um, Medium-bodied ale is all about the malts and has enough hop bitterness to be balanced. It does have a pretty good hop bitterness, and I think the uh, sapphire hops they used in here is an interesting choice. Kind of getting that little spiciness in the beer, which isn't isn't not bad. It's the astringency in this beer that really throws everything out of whack. It's really it's right on the finish too. It's yeah. really uh... it hits the middle of the mouth through the finish, and it really destroys all the the. 
nice flavors you had from the first sip. Yeah, and then the second something. sip it builds. Third sip it's a little bit more and a little bit more. And now by the you know fourth fifth sip here, it, it's just kind of all astringent. Yeah. You know, on so far, you know, I think these are. I think the moose drool so far is the best one we've had. It definitely like a, you know take it to a place where you can't bring bottles kind of beer. Um, aside from that, I, I'm not. I'm not bought into the canned beer yet. Well, we've still got, what have we did? We've tasted three, so I got 21 more to try, so. I don't know if, if it's a point of the, being a canned beer or not. I don't know the can makes Right, and, and you know, we don't have bottle versions to go along with yeah, this. So I mean, and, and frankly, most of these aren't even available in bottles. Right. So it's either draft or cans. Yeah. It's not a bad beer. No, I wouldn't say it's a bad beer. You know, beer. it's that astringency in there that's really killing it for me. You know, it, I, I don't know why it is happening. I don't know if it's, you know, that particular can got in too much heat at some point. You know, what's sent to me in the mail. Um, you know, who knows what UPS trucks are doing, FedEx trucks. Also, try to ship your beers on a Monday because those beers will sit in the truck over the weekend. Oh, yeah. And if it's in the winter, they'll freeze. If it's in the summer, they'll cook to 130 degrees. You know, 150 degrees. Yeah. You know, it's just bad. Anyways, so we digress. You don't leave your kids in the car. Don't, don't leave, leave your, your beer, beer in the car. car. Oh, hey. You can't get that. You can't go wrong with that bit of wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, that's a great quote. <laughs> Surly. The bender. The bender. All right. All right. Surly. <clears throat> I've had several Surly beers. I've not had bender before. So... I've had a couple of the others. I've had Furious, which I think we'll drink in another podcast. Um, I've had Abrasive. And those are pretty over-the-top beers. So we'll see if uh, they continue with their over-the-topness. Uh, here we have a American Brown Ale. It's 5.5% uh, alcohol. Ah, there's really not a lot to it. They, they describe it as having... Uh, Cascade hops, uh, or sorry, Columbus and Williamette hops, uh, lots of chocolate, dark crystal, um, so it should be fairly. Let's let's check that. Let's see. Aromatic. This is a tall boy. That's, ah, that's that's a, that's a lot less space. Yeah, that's a much higher. Yeah, this one's like uh, eighth of an inch, quarter of an inch. Maybe. This is fascinating video, folks. Yes. I mean, see. That's why we need six more cameras. <laughs> six more cameras. We, that's why we need at least another four or five cameras in here. Oh, here. Some, Let me see if I can take a picture of it. Oh, it's got some head. I was drinking beer before you guys were twinkling in your mother's eye. So they. <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah, but, I'm not gonna go there. Yeah, we're not gonna go there. Yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna go there. 25 years. Um, so I mean, they list this one as a brown ale. Probably about the same color as the last one that we had that was listed as a stout. There's a little bit of crimson to it. I too. was just gonna say, there's some nice highlights on this yeah. one. Good, good head, lacing, some pretty significant uh, American hop on there. Loads of malt too. Yeah, that's wow. nice. Smells balanced. It, so far, <laughs> you know, I think a lot of them have decent noses. This one's a great nose. A lot more bitter than I would have thought for a brown ale. Um, but it's, it's, it's really smooth. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's it's quite very creamy. It's, it's, it's got a fuller mouthfeel to it. It tastes kind of what a brown ale should taste like with like that American extreme yeah. twist on the end with the, you know, really kind of hits you in the face kind of hops. It's only 45 IBUs, but, uh, you know, it's still pretty significant, I think, for uh, a 5% beer, 5.5% beer. Yeah. You know, the last one we had, the Southern Star, the Buried Hatchet, it was eight and a quarter, but only, but still 50 IBUs. Yeah. A lot more alcohol balanced out with some hops, but uh, this has the ratio of alcohol to hops is a lot greater on this one. So we get surly. Here's what happens when substance meets smooth. <laughs> this oatmeal brown ale defies traditional categories. Bender begins crisp and lightly hoppy, complemented by the velvety sleekness oats deliver. Just think of all the different ways you can use Bender. Like, that's a great name for a beer. You know, we're going to drink Coffee Bender, right? But how many Benders can you possibly go on? 
Bourbon vendor. <laughs> oh, that's <was> brutal. <laughs> you know, bourbon vendor usually ends you in a pretty bad place. <laughs> Belgian and British malts usher in cascades of cocoa, coffee, caramel, and hints of vanilla and cream. An easy drinking ale with many layers of satisfaction. Well, I have to say, I think that fits the bill. Yeah. I mean, when you start looking at labels, which Mark loves to do, we start looking at labels and seeing what the brewery intended a beer to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, I personally, I think there's two ways to judge a beer, or two ways you should judge a beer. One, whether or not you like it, that's the biggest one. And then whether or not it is actually does what the label says it does. You know, because if you're an uneducated person and you're mm-hmm. coming into a liquor store, beer store, craft beer, wherever you're going, and you see a can of beer and you start reading the label, is it actually going to be what you read? And, and I think that's a big thing. If you're not going to put anything on the label, well, you know, you, you, you have no expectations and maybe you're not going to sell the beer because there's nothing to describe it. We've been through many disappointments before when people have described the beer on the, on the bottle or the can, as in this case, and it's come up short. I like this little logo thing they got going on here. The little, the, the red-faced guy yeah. with Surly. <laughs> and then the happy guy down here. I mean, the, the, uh, the aroma is fairly subdued on this beer. You know, it's not over the top. It's not crazy. But very good flavor. Good brown ale. Smooth, malty. Um, very well balanced. Very well balanced. Very, well balanced. Uh, very happy. There's no weird flavors in there. It's it's, it's maintained enough carbonation to make it yeah. somewhat enjoyable. And, yeah, it's uh, got it's got some good lacing going on here. And all so far, this is the best of the bunch that we've had. You know, I was I, I shouldn't say I was expecting a lot from Surly, but you know, when you've only had one of their beers, which I'm not going to yeah. name. I mean, that's a that's another <laughs> thing. I mean, half the beers that we're trying tonight, we can't even get here in New Jersey. Yeah. You know? Uh, only two of them that we're drinking now that we are able to get here at the... Or three of them at the liquor outlet. The rest of them came to me in the mail. You know? And certainly doesn't distribute that far. Brooklyn Center, Minnesota. Yeah. That was good. I enjoyed that. That, that to me, was the most enjoyable one so far, if I might put my three cents in. So the reason why I put the um, Southern Star Buried Hatchet before the Surly Bender was I really wanted to try the Surly Bender and then the Coffee Bender one after the other. What is the coffee going to do to this beer? Let's find out. Oh, I'm looking in and I can kind of see that synthetic liner you're talking about. But does oh, it really? go all the way to the top? It doesn't cover the bottom it does of not the go, cap. It does not go all the way to the top. Yeah, we're so, going to rip one of these suckers open after this whole thing is done. And we're going we're gonna to look and see what the hell is inside the can. Oh, oh, that one's right oh, up to the top. Oh, my God. Oh, it smells like a freaking Starbucks just popped out of that can. <laughs> <laughs> we have to break it in more. All right, so here we go. We have, so we just had the Surly Bender. So now we're having the Coffee Bender. Which is pretty much the same thing as the uh, Bender, except they put in uh, Guatemalan um, <laughs> fresh roasted coffee. Well, uh, does, does it tell you which one? It's Guatemalan <coughs> Finca Vista Hermosa Full City Roast by Coffee and Tea Limited. Yeah, see, the problem is every time I have a beer that's made with coffee, I usually try to track down that coffee. Whoa! This, you know what, I, if I can toot my own horn here for a second, <laughs> this smells exactly like the coffee stout that I made a couple months ago. It's got that raw, freshly ground. It's got that raw, freshly ground coffee aroma to it. I mean, yeah. like you just ground the coffee and you stick your nose into it and you're almost getting like chunks of coffee into your nose. Okay, without, without having drunk, drunk it so far, they, I thought they, they uh, fit the description on the last beer, the, uh, the Ben. <coughs> yeah. Without even putting my lips to the glass and drinking this, I can, I mean, it's right up to the money again, at least with the aroma. I mean, if you, if, this is what I'm saying. If you have a beer that says, I'm a coffee beer, I want to be smacked in the face with coffee. 
If you have a beer that says, I'm a all-out hophead dream, you better be smacking me silly with hops. If I'm a bourbon beer, same thing, you know? I, I, I want the aroma to, to hit me. I, I can keep smelling this for like... I know, it's, I mean, it's just great, great aroma. Great nose. All right, so now let's try it. I mean, we, we, we poured it here a couple minutes ago, and it still has a decent head on it. So It just smells so wonderful. I know. I mean, I love coffee anyway, but... Kudos, uh, kudos to Surly for making a, a beer here. Yeah, the last coin in the Maxwell House I got was just fabulous. I mean, it's just <laughs> <laughs> chasing Sandboard in close second. It's a great tasting beer, too. A lot of coffee. Not much of that basic beer left, though. I mean, this is oh, this is a. If you want a coffee beer, it's a coffee beer. I you know. I agree. There's not a lot left from that. It's nice, smooth, creamy, malty, hoppy. Brown ale that we just had. Now we're drinking a smooth, creamy, <coughs> coffee. Does, does, does <laughs> say, I mean, any, uh, people does, love coffee, so this yeah. is be great, great gift beer. Does this see any um, like lactose? Uh, like milk sugars or anything? Milk solids? Um, they do, do they do no. They do... Well, the malts here, the pale, aromatic, crystal, oats, chocolate. Um, no lactose, no uh, malt dextrin. Nothing like that that's going to add to that thicker mouthfeel or that yeah, cause it's, sweet it's, creaminess. It's definitely got... You know, it's the same... It's pretty much the exact same beer as Bender. It is the exact same yeah, beer with blender with, with coffee. With coffee. Yeah. And so it's got that same mouthfeel. And when I have a coffee beer, I always think I'm going to have a slightly heavier oh. mouthfeel. The thing is about this, I mean, for me, if, if you want, you really have to go out of your way to get this particular beer. Because, I mean, I couldn't, I don't think I would drink more than one of these by any means. You know, I could, I, I think Not I could drink city. a couple of these. You think city. so? Yeah, I could probably yeah, drink I wouldn't two do or three of them. I love coffee, and and you know I can I drink coffee till, you know, when I start drinking beer, um, <laughs> but, <laughs> you know. But this is it's it's smooth, it's creamy, and it's coffee, and if they work together. I think it's a it's a great beer. I could definitely drink this. I could drink a lot of it. Yeah, but like I said, when I when I drink a coffee beer, I do always expect. I guess everybody always makes a coffee stout or a coffee porter. You, know? mm -hmm. you never mm -hmm. see. I guess it's a brown ale. It's a little yeah. lighter. You never see. So, uh, what did they say? They, they they actually add coffee to this. Yeah. What point? Refreshes like an iced coffee is aromatic as a bag of whole beans and satisfies like your favorite beer. Utilizing the latest technology, the latest technology. The Surly Brew team has developed a cold extraction process that results in intense coffee aromatics and flavor bringing together and flavor bringing together two of our favorite beverages. This is basically a cold press. So there's mm -hmm, me yeah. different methods of making coffee. This is a cold press. And most likely it's added either at the very end of the boil or into the fermenters. See, uh, I, I like this. Your only dilemma will be whether to finish your day or start it with a coffee blender. <laughs> now, I can see waking up at 7 o'clock in the morning and saying, the hell with that Maxwell house. Give me one of those, you know, surly coffee benders, dear. I you told know, you you have a drinking problem. What's wrong? It's coffee. It says right on here. And it's, and it's technically, it's a session beer. It's 5.5% alcohol. It's a session beer. That's the other thing. A lot of those, a lot of those coffee beers are like 8%, 10%, 12%. This is a this is a great beer. Kudos. I mean, come Good on. Job. Admit it, people. How many of you have never gone to bed the night before? You drank until three o'clock in the morning. Now all of a sudden it's seven o'clock. You've been horsing around. And you say, "Boy, I can go for a good cup of coffee." Well, just here's your here's well, your what, ticket. What better way to clear a what, hangover what than a better beer? way than, than the coffee blend? Here's your, coffee, here's your little coffee and the hair of the dog at the same time. You got it, pal. So let me ask you: uh, Do you think? Putting, uh, putting these beers in cans. Do you think now? I know, like the beer, beer has been ratcheted up as an alternative to wine in many respects over the past number of years, with the growth of craft beer and everything else. Do you think putting the beer in cans kind of sets this back a little bit, or or do you think it matters? No, I think it's a good alternative. 
I, I think you know there's a lot of people out there that support cans and hmm. you know places you can bring cans that you can't bring bottles. Um, in theory, you get better aging on a beer. It's in a can, or less aging. I think you want to say less aging on a beer in a can yeah, because of the limited space and the no light. But from what we've seen so far, we're they seem tasted. to have a, a... What we have tasted so far. What we, well, what we've seen so far is um, a fairly significant decrease in carbonation in a lot of these beers. Now, I don't, I don't know if it's the canning process or, or what, you know, because there's a... A larger opening that they're sh pouring mm. beer into before they top it with a cap. You know, I, I I don't know what the the reasoning is. This reminds me of the the, the 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 screw top wine bottles and the cork and the and the cork wine bottles and the plastic cork, mm. if you will, yeah. wine bottles. And there's always been a controversy if you, about that. You would probably know more about that than I. Yeah, but almost it almost seems to me like an oxymoron to say I'm going to look for a craft beer in a can. Yeah. I mean, and you look at all these cans and they actually say something to that effect right. on them. Handcrafted taste in a can. Surly says, beer, beer for a mug from a can, you know. And so they're obviously trying to overcome that, that stigma, if you yeah. will. or You know, and it's, I think after the initial costs of canning lines... And the aluminum cans, and the you know the printing design, I think they become a more cost-effective mm. way to get your beer out to the public mm. than bottling does. But there are people like myself who, who just have a certain affinity towards big brown bottles with a cork in them, you know, caged and corked, and you know I, I like that or capped and waxed. You know, I mean, there's some beers that just don't fit in a can, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got it. You imagine a Cantillon in a can? No, and and I I would be concerned with any beer that has live yeast in a can. You know, creating more and more pressure in a beer in a can. I don't know if these could hold the pressure. You know, the, the aluminum yeah. cans are not that strong. I mean, you saw what I did. I ripped that one in half with my hands. We have, we, we, you know, we've taken a, a little bit of a break here, so we should hopefully have the coffee out of our palates by now. Um, miss it. <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to move on to our second Southern Star beer of the night, which is their Pine Belt Pale Ale. I can only imagine this is going to be a crazy cascade hopped beer that has all that uh, resinous pine and... <laughs> you know, well, let's not go in, into this with any preconceived. You, you know, know, let's see. I don't see prejudices here. <laughs> uh, you know what? They didn't even use Cascade, so uh, <laughs> they use uh, CTZ Nugget and uh, and a couple other hops for this. They describe this as a uh, kind of a British beer with uh, you know strong hop presence, strong hop American hop. So we'll see. Okay. They started producing this beer about two years ago. Oh! And hey, this one actually has a little bit of carbonation to it, it seems. A little bit. <laughs> or a lot. Now, napkin! <laughs> Paper towel! <laughs> kind of a nice amber color. Yeah, I forgot. We're, we, we went off the uh, dark malty beers, and now we're yeah. drinking... Uh, some hopped. So while we're uh, getting the uh, wipe up in aisle four here, um, let me ask you. Clean up in the beer aisle. <laughs> as far as like per capita yeah, sound, <laughs> I don't know if these numbers are available. Per capita consumption of craft beer. What what state would have the greatest per capita consumption of craft beer? Do you have I any believe idea? it's Oregon. Oregon. Yes. You know, those West Coasters, they, you know. I, I believe Oregon has the highest number of of, of craft beer drinkers in, in the country. Okay. Really wow. nice meaty head on it. I mean, sticking around, good lacing. Nice color. Nice, yeah, nice amber-orange color here. Not much in the way of, like, 
bubbles and stuff coming out from the bottom, but uh, you got very the, orangey and piney. Yeah, you, you got, know, you got pine and blood orange. Pretty much, yeah. The, the, they describe this beer as a deep copper-colored ale. Money. I'd call it an amber orange, but okay, copper. We'll go with that. Um, substantial malt backbone. I haven't tried it yet, so we'll leave that one. Um, with an aggressive hop bitterness and substantial American hop flavor, and the yeast profile is neutral. They use the California ale yeast, which is a you know pretty safe, safe bet. You know, it's a like the IPAs, the American IPAs, the West Coast IPAs really get across that hop flavor without adding kind of any esters or fruitiness yeah. to the beer, so you really cut into that bitterness. I, I think it's a little on the flat side, my humble opinion. Got good good head, but yeah, yeah you're right. The mouthfeel yeah, itself it's does not have a lot side. of carbonation. Like the beer itself, you know, so they're getting all their head retention from the malts and the hops they're using. But there's actually really significant, oh, there we go. That metallic flavor, and maybe it's a type of hop. I think it's a hop. But it could be something. That, it could be something. That's what I was saying before. You know, they they found that certain foods, like when they um, like tomatoes, which happen to be acidic, yeah, uh, it doesn't work well with plastic or anything like that. So you know, you wonder on something like this. It's got, if, it's got a very strong bitterness to it. Ton of hops, a lot of hops, a lot of acid. Doesn't do much for me though. It's um, it's creamy. It's buttery. You know, so you know, it's got that diacetyl in it. And I'm not a huge fan of that, but it's kind of typical in um, British pale ales, British IPAs. Um, it, it's way undercarbonated. Yeah, it, 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 is. it really needs more carbonation. Uh, I do dig the cream. I dig the creamy head, but I'm I'm wondering how that's there. It's from the malts and the hops. Yeah, I mean, like, it, how does that happen? A lot of probably you know like carapils type malts or, or you know and the hops too. But uh, wow, I want to say almost disappointing, and I'd rather have this in a bottle. As far as what I'm tasting in this beer. I'm getting that metallic flavor again. And this is the first time, you know, this is our sixth beer in, right? Yeah. I can't, I can't say I've, I've, been, I've got a metallic taste from it that I can't say. But it doesn't make me want to really drink it, frankly. I mean, it's just something flat about it that doesn't, uh, it doesn't do anything for my taste buds. It doesn't say, it doesn't, Kick in, nothing, nothing happening there. Maybe it's maybe it's the hops that the conjunction of hops that they're using, the combination thereof. I, I don't know. You know, there's something in at the end of this beer that to me tastes a bit metallic, not natural. You know, hmm. you know, it's not like I sit here and eat metal every day to know what me you know <laughs> metal tastes like. But I used to pop nickels, you know. You know, but it is kind of like that irony blood. I know certain types of silverware when I eat. I say silverware, but I don't know what it is exactly. Actually, silverware. Maybe, but sometimes when I eat with certain forks, I can I can taste the metallic uh, taste right on the tip of the tongue. Oh, well. Kevin, you don't look too happy on this one. I don't like it. No. The nose got me, built me up into this. Yeah. This, I was expecting like this wonderful thing, and then the nose just everything else the is let me down. So, what do you think this means? Clarity, clarity is overrated. Filtering. Hmm. A lot of beers are filtered. Yeah, well, they they, just, they say here that it's uh, non-filtered. Never. Pe people have a, a stigma towards hazy beers. They they look at a hazy beer and think something's wrong with oh, it. Oh, I don't think that. Well, I'm saying some people do. I look at a clear so beer and sometimes what? I think something's wrong with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, shouldn't there be something floating in that? <laughs> pine belt. It is very piney. That's about all they got right. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't work for me. 
tell you what. I mean, going down the list so far, I I, I really I'm I'm keeping my fingers crossed for poor pork slap. Yeah. I'm like, please pork what slap. What a name, you know? I mean, <laughs> butter nuts pork slap. I mean, I haven't heard that expression since eighth grade. It, it all, you know, with the exception of surly, it all comes down to these last two. It's like chupacabras and pork slap. So so it's a pig and a goat. Or a, <laughs> you know, it all comes down to a pig or a goat. You know, slap the pig or to suck the goat. Your choice, but. All right. Speaking of uh, pig suckers, I mean pork slappers. Speaking of butter, <laughs> butter nuts. <laughs> we got butternuts, pale ale, farmhouse ale. What is it? Is it pale ale or a farmhouse ale? Yeah, some of this gets a little silly. Oh, it's just made in a farmhouse. <laughs> well, is, farmhouse is a style of ale. I mean, come on. I think they all say. I think they all say farmhouse on them. I mean, God, well, no. we could get down with the Moo Thunder and the Heine Weiss if you're. No, that's all right. <laughs> All right, so you got two pigs <laughs> slapping it up here. All right. You know, I, keep, you know I, I like catchy sorts of names and things like that, but I really, really have to. It's like your wife sending you for, or your girlfriend, but more a wife sending you for fem, feminine hygiene products. I have, and, of I course, have. you're embarrassed to ask about it, but can you imagine saying to your wife, can you please go get me some butter, butternut pork slap? <laughs> you know, quite honestly, I haven't. I, I've only poured this beer. I haven't smelled it. I haven't tasted it. I don't know why. I have, like, no hope for this beer. <laughs> and and, 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 oh, and I know it's just my, you know... Where is this brewed, by the way? This is New York somewhere. New York somewhere. It's in between... Uh, it's in a tiny town in between uh, Albany and Syracuse. That's a big air. <laughs> well, well, there's not much in between Albany and Syracuse. There's lots of Is land. it actually butter nuts, by the way? Yeah. Butter nuts. Butter nuts. All right. I don't know. Oh, man. It smells minty. What the fuck's wrong with the aroma on this beer? I don't know what's wrong with the whole beer. <laughs> it, it, it smells like wintergreen lifesavers. Definitely. So much mint. I don't even know. <laughs> I smelled it. You're like, I was waiting for you. You said, you said, I have no hope for this. And I'm like, I already smelled it. I can't wait to see what he says. <laughs> what I, the I, fuck's wrong with this beer? I've never had this beer. I've only seen it in the grocery store. And because of the the way the can looks, I never bought it. And right, I'll leave it at that for now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So God, the aroma. Chupacabras, it's all on you. <laughs> it's, it's actually, I, I've smelled a beer like this before. And I, I can't remember what it was. I, I, I don't find the minty smell to be all that bad. It's just a shock. Mark's had it already. It's, it's probably it's one of the worst beers I've had <laughs> in a long time. And I'm sorry. I, I don't like to put down beer, but it's a. It, it says it's a pale ale. It tastes nothing like... Well, I guess it's hoppy, a little bit hoppy. It smells nothing like a pale ale. Uh, you know, what, what the hell, you know? If I told you how much of this stuff we sell... Yeah. I mean, well, this is a, this is a perfect first date beer, if you ask me. I mean, Not if you want a second date. Exactly. There you go. It's a catchy looking can. Sorry, you know? Uh, you know, I didn't want to tell you, but I never want to see you again. So I bought you this butternuts pork slap. <laughs> I mean, this has the off buttery band aid flavor of, it's, of high fermentation temperatures. Like, there's something wrong with the fermentation in this beer. As it tastes, has a taste of Band-Aids. Um, yeah, and, yeah. And it's really buttery. It's like, you know, Band-Aids, very good. Band-Aids are not something I go looking for when I taste a beer, but now that you mention that's all I taste. <laughs> Great, now what? I'm tasting, you need to have You need to have little kids that manage to cut themselves every three or four hours. <laughs> <laughs> I need a Band-Aid. I need a Band-Aid. You start to smell that smell. Yeah, yeah. You know? I'm, I'm not even going to write anything about this one. I will. And this won awards. Ugh. This, this, this won awards. All right, let me, let me find my notes on, on Pork Slap. So it's 4.1% uh, alcohol. Okay, here we go. Pork Slap is a new interpretation of the English pale ale. Oh, it's certainly interpretation, all right. <laughs> okay. Years, I don't know. And that's, there it is. Fresh hint of ginger. Ginger. I do not like ginger in beer. 
as probably one of the few spices that I really dislike in beer is ginger. And now I can see where that wintergreen, that mintiness, that kind of flavor, that aroma is coming from. Um, It's balanced, not overly bitter, easy to drink, incredibly refreshing. I disagree with all three of those statements. Um, I think it... Well, yeah, I guess it's kind of easy to drink, but... If you just discount the flavor. Yeah, who wants it? (laughs) Um, You know, it it is a little carbonated. The finish is clean, crisp, and dry. No, it doesn't finish dry. Well, a little bit dry. Dry, but not clean and crisp, I don't It finishes bitter. God, I I really hope round two. Do you really want to try after trying to... This is one that won medals. You know what? Pull out the IPA. won medals. Well, that, 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 that to me. You know, I'm looking at uh, reviews of movies, and they'll say something like the, you know, the, the, the podunk courier or something, something you've never heard of. <laughs> We're going to try, um, I don't know which one we should try for it. We'll try this stout. Yeah. So the same. Uh, okay, so it does say farm sale. Yeah. So this is Moo Thunder Stout. It is. I think it's a milk stout. You want to do the stout or the um, IPA? Why'd you say we we're going to do the stout? 150 calories. Wow, they actually put their um, uh, caloric yeah, nutritional, the, the nutritional, nutritional information. Yeah. <laughs> so they do care somewhat about. No, they probably. About what exactly? <laughs> no, I think. Uh, <laughs> care about your. Care about whether they're making their. Uh, no, I think it's New York state law. Oh, really? I think it's for, for new label approval and stuff, I think they might now, have to. Put, oh, look at that. There's like an inch. Oh, my God. You're missing like an inch of beer in that. Yeah. And what are these things? So, so this one here is only, you know how a can kind of bends up? It's only filled up to the bend. If that. I mean, there's a good three quarters of an inch of space up there. Just just a little bit. I don't want to have to clean my glass too much. <laughs> faith in this God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so we're diverging a little bit. Um, I mean, it's too bad it wasn't better because, I mean, you know, say I'm going to go out and get a six-pack of pork slap. The nose on this is nice. You know what? I like this beer. <laughs> found a winner. Maybe this is why people are buying the whole variety pack. It's got this subtle hint of smoke. Yeah, you might I, 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 I wish it was a little bit warmer, but it's got this like smoky, a little bit of smokiness mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Actually, not bad. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna erase where it says pork slap on here. <laughs> We're gonna move this one up. <laughs> Moo Thunder. Moo Thunder just got itself on the thing. This isn't. Moon Thunder. You know what? But then again, if this came in the 12 pack with the butt slap, I mean the uh, <laughs> the pork slap, um, I, you know, I, I don't think I'd buy it just because of the pork slap. That's not bad. It's almost like um, it's smoky. It's it, it almost tastes like a lager, like a black lager. <laughs> it's a thousand times better than this. I mean, I don't know. oh yeah, this is not bad. Nice smoky taste, not not too much. No. It's a misconception. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you go in thinking it's going to be one thing, but without anything on the label saying, hey, this is a pale ale made with ginger. Yeah, there's really the nothing fuck? in here. You, you expect you. it to be something, and it's not. Right. All about the label. A lot of it is about the label. Not all of it, but a lot of it. Or, you know, is it a matter of some mislabeling, perhaps? And, and maybe we would have thought about it a little differently if it was a little bit more upfront about what it is. Or do they really know how to brew beer? Because going on the evidence it is, they must know something of what they're doing. I think many people may not like this because that's smokiness yeah. in the beer. It's definitely got very smoky, though. No, it's subtle. It's yeah. very subtle. But All right, so now we have an American Pale Ale from Mexico. Seaway. <laughs> 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 okay, so this is uh, Cucapa uh, Chupacabras Chupacabras Fuck you people <laughs> Chupacabras <laughs> Chupa means to suck Goat And, and cabras means goat So wouldn't this be like a bock then? Alright, so that this is bad. This is an American pale ale And uh, it's 5.8% alcohol and that's all the information I can find about it. This is smelling like an English pale ale, not an American pale ale. That's what someone told me it was going to be like, was more English. But it says... It's very malty. 
It's 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 a really malty beer. This tastes almost like um, a hop barley wine. It's it's for five point eight percent alcohol. I I get a lot of alcohol in this beer. You know, it, it really tastes more like a barley wine that has some American hops to it. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's it's kind of an interesting beer. It's not bad. I, I'm not saying I dislike it. It just once again, truth and labeling. <laughs> you know. Is it really what it says it is? Mm. No, this is very misleading. This is, uh, once again, another misleading beer. This is, to me, tastes more like, um, you know, a, a barley wine with a little bit of American hops in it. Kind of like that Weyerbacher uh, Insanity on a smaller scale. Oh, like the, the Blithering Indian. No, not Insanity. It was uh, Weyerbacher 13. Is that their barley? The no, 13 was a stout. 14. 14. The wheat wine. Yeah, it, it tastes kind of a little bit more like that, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't get pale ale out of it. Yeah. <laughs> pale ale, it's not. It's, little, it's, uh, it's more of an English pale ale, but then again, it's mm. it's it's very malty. It's and it's really not... malty. It doesn't have any bitterness to it. A little bit, but... It, and it's not very dry either. Yeah, it has a sweet finish. It is like a barley wine almost, and it's... It's like a session barley wine. <laughs> so let me ask you something. Now, they claim this to be a craft beer. It's a Mexican is, craft beer. Well, yeah. Is That's that, what they say. Now, there's a, there's a certain um, definition we use in the... Certain definition that we use in the States for... We call it American beer. craft beer. Okay, but... Um, they're, they're probably not putting American craft beer in here. They're probably saying craft beer or uh, saying Mexican craft beer. Mm -hmm. So they're probably following the American craft beer standards, but applying it to Mexico. Okay. So they're making under 2.5 million barrels of beer. They're independently owned. Um, they use all... They don't use adjunct fillers in their beer. Um, the American crap beer has some other things because of, you know, legal issues or uh, government tax issues, but, um, you know, that's just it. Here and there on it. Simply Beer Podcast number 33, Can Beer Episode Part 1. <laughs> Can Beer Episode Part 1. <laughs> I think we had a dismal failure. <laughs> I think there was two standouts, which were the, the Seuss Early beers, and the Moose Drill was pretty good, too. You know, out of the eight beers we had so far, only one really had it. Let's see what the IPAs have, because I think the only canned beers I've had, aside from 1050, is uh, our IPAs. So which one of these is your favorite, Mark? Uh, I'd say my favorite and how I would, um, uh, I would buy this again was the Surly Bender. I thought it was the best of the lot. Smooth. I thought it was uh, very drinkable. And uh, my test, as I said, knowing the cost of some of these things, we didn't even discuss the cost of them. I don't know. But, uh, no, most of these I got in beer trades, so... So, we don't know. But would I buy it again? Yeah, I, this, that would be the only one that I would look for out of the, out of the whole eight. How about you, Kevin? Oh, geez. Um, only the two Surleys and the accident of the Moo Thunder. I mean, the, yeah. the Moo Thunder was a nice surprise that we slipped in by accident because... Yeah. Pork slap was such a huge disappointment. <laughs> um, otherwise, really, the, the Chupacabras was a decent beer, but uh, it's not what it says on the label. True. And knowing that, I wouldn't buy it again. But the other guys were really, I mean, Southern Star kind of just, I don't know. It's a disappointment. I just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For me, the Coffee Bender was obscene out of this world yeah that was i, I loved it if you like the, if you like the coffee taste <laughs> yeah. no doubt about it i thought it was uh, excellent for but me i think far as you know surly bender coffee bender even the moose troll i kind of like the moose troll um well what i said about the the moose troll is uh this one needs a little bit more moose balls i thought <laughs> yeah <laughs> it does balls. you know but that, that's definitely one it needed, it needed a little more balls you know because of the, uh, because of all the uh all right, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. This wraps up uh, our podcast. Mark, thanks for uh, 
jumping off your hiatus and uh, joining us again. It's been a, a lot of fun to have uh, your color commentary involved. Makes it uh, right. as always. I had a great time. A lot yeah, more you're, interesting. You were definitely missed. <laughs> <laughs> you were missed. <laughs> and, and Kevin, you know, once again, thank you for joining us. Uh, if you guys are in New Jersey, make sure to hit up uh, the liquor outlet if you're uh, out in western New Jersey or. Is it Western? This is Central. Central? North, North I'm central. Eastern, so this everything is, is Western for me. Easily yeah. accessible uh, yeah. I mean, by all the major highways. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's only about 20, 25 minutes from New York City, so don't worry about it. It's not that far. Uh, but uh, you definitely got to check them out. They got a crazy beer selection here. And uh, once again, I'm Peter Kennedy, Simply Beer. You can follow me on Twitter, Facebook, any other social media, networking, online, group place thing, whatever. I'm there everywhere. Check out my reviews. Home brewing. If you like home brewing, check out Iron Brewer. Ironbrewer.com. It's got it's a great homebrew competition. Uh, we got uh, Midwestern homebrew supplies helping us out. Some cool contest prizes. So uh, check it out if you're into home brewing. And that wraps up our podcast. Thanks, and hopefully you'll listen to number thirty-four. <laughs>